afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you in your world, um, wherever you are. And um, if you're joining for the first time, thank you for stepping, stopping by and planning to spend this time with us. Um, we're very grateful and most grateful for your time. Um, this is Musings with Jesus. We are a daily Christian podcast where we meditate upon faith, life, and love. I do try to record every day. My um, commitment is every day, but sometimes I am unable to meet it up. But anyway, so I keep saying daily Christian podcast, even though these days we haven't been daily, but that's my commitment. Anyways, so today um, I just want to muse on, you know, the awesomeness of God and Jesus and who Jesus is and what he means to us and I was going through a Bible study class um, during the week back yesterday in fact throughout this week last week two days ago actually and we were meditating on the book of John chapter 1 and we were meditating on the first 18 verses where John sort of like goes through this monologue where he now says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God the same was in the beginning with God in fact he talks about God and the word of God in a way that no other chapter of the Bible does directly so the other parts of the Bible validates what he's saying here or what is being said in John but the way that narrative just flows it's very very unique and I remember when I gave my life to Christ this was one of this was that sort of chapter that centers you on what your faith is and what you believe and it was meditating upon this and you know over the yesterday or right up till this morning I just realized that actually the Christian creed is really in the book of John chapter 1 what we believe as Christians is in the book of John chapter 1 and and the experience that we will have as believers or as Christians or as children of God will be determined by how much we accept what is written in this John chapter 1. And I'm not saying that this chapter 1 is the only place. I'm saying everything, what is written in chapter 1 is a summary of what is written in every other part of the Bible about Jesus and who he is, his relationship with God. Now, there's a lot to unpack in it but even yesterday even me that i consider myself to be a christian of many years born again christian working with god it just dawned on me afresh again it was like my goodness jesus was actually is the the incarnation of god in the flesh and that he was god and that you know he says all things were made by him without him was not anything made that was made in the beginning of all things that means at the beginning whenever we want to count the beginning of things from that in that beginning oh, god was there the word was with god and the word was god in fact john 1 1 is enough to just <laughs> in fact a lot of people which is why christ is called the stumbling block because a lot of people cannot accept that jesus that god could actually come down and live as an incarnate i mean a, a human form and that the Jesus that came, I mean, people know that Jesus was a historical figure. He, ex- he existed. History does document the fact that someone like him who came and shook the entire, you know, nation and all that existed. But where people will stumble is for you to, is to accept that he was God. 
other he was he pre-existed even the people that were born before him so it's easy to accept jesus as a teacher as a rabbi or as a great prophet it's very easy to accept him as a man who you know had some great power of god upon him but it's extremely difficult for a lot of people to accept that the only way thing that can make you and i accept that jesus is not only the son of god but that he's also god in human form is faith and as i read this i realize that the extent to which because it now goes on in verse um first of all it talks about john the baptizer being the witness of jesus then he talks about um that jesus says is that true light that lights every man that comes into the world so he's the light of god you know jesus is the word and it's the light of god he says he, he came into the world and even though the world was made by him the world did not recognize him so jesus the jesus that came to this earth was the human form manifestation of the light true light of god of the word of god of the creator creative power of god and he says he came onto his own that's the children of israel and the, the people did not recognize him Says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. And that is the, you know, so he says, those who were able to believe and receive Jesus, he gave them power to be called the sons of God. And that power is the power to stand against Satan, against disease, against darkness, against the evil of the darkness of this age. For me, I just thought to myself, I said, you know what? I realized that I have not given Jesus the preeminence over my life as this chapter suggests and that I should. Because if I really believe that he's all of these things, even though I, I mean, I just think that I should be doing, I should be more my i don't know how to put it i think there just should be more than i am i there should be more than i am how would i put it now i think it should be more evident in the way that i relate to jesus i study his life i listen to his words i obey his words i want to live like him i i i think i have underestimated the power of living of believing in 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 jesus of faith in jesus of faith in the name of jesus and worshiping him and just allowing him to be the template for my life because reading john one now i realize that wow this is this is a lot this is this is there's an immersion that is required for me to fully walk in what it means to be somebody that has received the power to become the son of God. Someone who has experienced that true light that lights every man that comes into the world. You know, I don't know what, I'm really struggling with the words here, but I'm just, you know, and it says the light shines in darkness and the darkness cannot comprehend it. I, and it says Jesus, who is the only begotten of the Father, he is full of grace and truth. 
it's, it's clear to me that I am not working in the fullness of this at all. What is described here, I have probably only skimmed the surface of it. And I think that really hit me yesterday because I'm someone who I think I have given my life to Christ for a long time. I believe that I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. I think to a very large extent, I have... Um, I have taken that, oh, Jesus has come back to be with the Father and it's the Holy Spirit that we have here. So the Holy Spirit is the person that I have, I'm very much, you know, in touch with. But I'm now realizing that at the end of the day, Jesus is the mediator. He is still the high priest. It is faith in his name that provides the access. You know, Jesus is still the, you know, he's still the anchor man. (laughs) You know, he's the anchor man. He's the bridge. He's the foundation. So, I must not stray away from the foundation. I must hold on to the foundation. I must continue to center my Christian faith, my walk with God, on that foundation. Jesus is the rock. Everything starts and ends with him. Of course, he describes himself as the Alpha and the Omega. Yeah, no other person. The Holy Spirit doesn't describe himself that way. Neither does God. It's Jesus that says it in Revelation. He says it several times. I am the first and the last, the beginner, you know? Because everything starts and ends with the word of God. God would not do anything outside of his word. His, his word comes first and then his actions follow. He speaks and then he acts. That's God. He doesn't act before he speaks. He speaks and he acts. And that's why his word is him. So you want to know God, you cannot know God outside of his word. His word is the entry point. His word is the illuminator. His word is the true light that lights up every man. So I'm, I'm, I'm beginning to feel like I just need to, I need to, I think I need to. And it's funny because we call this musing musings with Jesus. <laughs> But most of the time I'm talking about the Holy Spirit because, yeah, I just have this thing. Me and the Holy Spirit, we're like, yeah. And who knows, maybe most of the time I even think I'm talking to the Holy Spirit. Maybe it's actually Jesus. But, you know, me and the Holy Spirit, we just have this thing. You know, me and him, we're, we're, we're you know, we, we have this thing. Let's just put it that way. So, and I, I, I cherish that. I cherish the relationship with the Holy Spirit. I cherish his presence in my life. You know, when... When Jesus said it would be better for us that he goes back to heaven so that he can send the Holy Spirit back, I'll be like, mm, you, are you really sure? You know, but uh, yeah, I, I, I get I, it is better because Jesus could only have been in one place physically, just like he was in Jerusalem. And even then, it was a problem because people would be like, oh, when people were sick somewhere, they would be like, they would go and send for him. You know, they, it, was, they were, it was being turned in several directions, which is why he had to then commission the disciples. Oh, yeah, you guys go. Then he looked for 70 people, disciples. Oh, yeah, you others go. Because he couldn't be everywhere. He had a physical body. He was limited by space and time, you know. And he couldn't be in two places at the same time. In fact, when Lazarus died, you know, what the, the, the family of Lazarus was saying was that, Master, if you were here... This would not have happened. So the miracles that Jesus was able to do were limited by his physical presence. But when Je- so Jesus knew he had to live because the only way that he could spread his light all over the world through us is by releasing the Holy Spirit. So we receive the power 
and we, even though we do not have his physical presence but then we don't have to now say oh jesus if you are here we can just call upon him by in the name of jesus by the power of the holy spirit by the word of god and the same miracles that jesus was able to do physically we'll be able to do it here as well thank you holy spirit for chipping in yeah that that, that really does make sense so this is why you know and for me when i read some of these passages and god you know illuminates them for me i realize just how far we have walked away from the truth of the word of god because what we have done in christian faith circles in recent time is to put human beings in the place where god is you now find people talking about the god of this we as christians shouldn't be talking about the god of abraham the god of isaac or the god of jacob because what we have received is Christ. Christ is the mediator. I mean, all of Abraham and all of those were people just foreshadowing what God intended, which is his own savior. So you that is not an ethnic Jew, you're not a, a, a an ethnic Jew, there's no reason for you to be, you know, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, on what basis? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or God of whoever. Is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. It is all about Him. So to a very large extent, I, I really think that a lot of us have been steeped in idolatry because we've substituted human men, the place that belongs to Jesus. All you have to do is read John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. He says, John came to give bear witness of that light, that all men through Him might believe. John was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light, which is Jesus. Verse 9, that was the true light, which lights every man that comes into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world did not know him. He came unto his own, and even his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of the will of God. And the word was made flesh, and he dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Wow. 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 Yeah. So you read that, and you're like, everything that we could ever have looked for is in Christ. Jesus says that he's the true light. He lights up every man in the world that that light shines and the darkness cannot comprehend it. In other words, it shines the light that Jesus, the word of God and the power of God gives. The enemies of God, the darkness of this world cannot comprehend it, cannot overcome it. There's nothing that we're looking for in terms of solution to the challenges of life, spiritual, physical, emotional that the true light cannot overcome. That is what the book of John is telling us. So if I am not walking in the fullness of that, there's, there's something wrong. There's something, and it's all about knowledge. It's about experience. It's about encounter. It means I am not walking in the fullness of this. 
and everything boils down to it says to them that believe and that word I think the word belief here is it's about trust it talks about trust conviction obedience all those things in fact it's just you know following cleaving onto so what I'm sensing here is that there is a intimacy of relationship that must continue with Jesus once we receive him you don't just receive him and then throw him to one side or then you only come to him when you need something in the same way that someone like me I have built my relationship with the Holy Spirit I think I need to build my relationship with Jesus as well and the way I can do that is to follow his life on earth meditate on his words try to get underneath the skin of what he's trying to say and also read those scriptures that talk about him in Revelation, you know, just immerse myself in the person of Jesus because I think why Jesus came onto this earth and walked this earth and lived as a normal man on this earth is that one, he wanted to show us that it is possible to live a divine life <clears throat> on earth. I think he also wanted to show us, he wanted to teach us a lot of things and show us how to live <clears throat> the Son of God life. You know what I'm saying? Because if it's giving you power to be the son of God and it's not showing you in practical terms how to live that life. And Jesus was very prescriptive. He, he talked a lot. He taught a lot. The whole gospels, you know. As in you could spend your whole Christian life reading the gospel of Jesus alone and you'd be, you'd be full. Because there's enough to unpack in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. I thank God for red letter Bibles that actually show us the words that were written by Jesus. So I, I am intrigued by that verse that says the true light that lights up every man in the world. So there's, a, and when he says the light shines in darkness and the darkness comprehends it not, I often have been looking at that scripture in the context of like Genesis 3, let there be light and there was light and then, you know, God is lighting. But I'm not realizing that it's talking about the darkness in the soul of man. It's also talking about the darkness, in fact, more talking about the darkness in the soul of man. Because Jesus did not come per se to arrest the darkness of the world yet, even though he has defeated them. But if he did, the darkness would have ceased to exist. But what he came to change, to arrest, was the darkness in the hearts and the lives of men. That was what Jesus came to change. And if it's the true light that lights up every man that shines in the world, then I have to keep that light burning. But when when John says the darkness shines and the, the, the light shines and the darkness did not overcome it, that shows that there's a contention. And if it's in my heart and in my life, then I have to make effort to keep that light switched on. Otherwise, the darkness will comprehend. Will, will, yeah. Because there's still darkness in this world. That's the prevailing climate in which we live. I have to, it's just like when you live in a house and you keep the lights on, you know, if you decide that you like your security, you want to keep it on. There's things you have to do to keep that light switched on. Otherwise, everywhere will be in darkness. I mean, isn't it the fact that we even need light on this earth should tell you something about the earth. I mean, you know what I mean? Artificial light. Because in heaven, they do not need artificial light. 
the glory of God. And that's what the God, Lord tells us. So the fact that this world actually does have nightfall when you know sometimes pitch darkness no moonlight nothing I, I think it's a physical depiction of the state of the condition of this world that unless we light it we, we, we provide light light does not shine thank you holy spirit but god gives us the sunlight at least some of us in part of the world some of us have more sunlight than others but he gives us the light so at least we have natural light if we are not able to create our own and we see the impact that light has on growth on everything on life light is actually the source of life when you look at it because what would the world be without the sun even the countries that have depression and all of that is actually you know the less sunlight the more depressed people get So, you know, I, that in him was life and the light, the life is the light of men. That, that verse intrigues me. I, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm at the cusp of understanding, but I, it's like I'm trying to grasp it. It's, you know, so Holy Spirit, you have to bring it home for me. And maybe I would, but if I listen to this music, it's going to all come back. So I'm just going to leave this here because these musings are never supposed to be conclusive. They're not. All we do is we just reflect, we think, and, and you know, God speaks and then we go back and we meditate and then sometimes we come back to it, you know, but I am so grateful for this music this morning. I'm really glad that I did this because yeah, in him was life and the life is the light of men. You're going to help me understand this. And I think I'm I'm now realizing that Jesus, you and I, yeah, we, we have to we have to yeah, we need to get this whole relationship a little bit more yeah, solid and it's 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 me. I have to do this. So anyways, thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. There's a section there somewhere. If you're listening to this on Anchor, there's a way in which you can send feedback to me. Um, there's a question saying, how is the, um, how did you find this episode? Please, if you find, you know, reply, just give me feedback. I'd love to hear from you. And please share this with someone else too if you think it is going to be useful. Please stay close to the word of god jesus is here he loves you if you've given your life to him you know pray in the name of jesus read the gospel of john read the first gospel chapter one to yourself every day let it speak to your heart let it speak to your mind if we could all develop our faith in the name of jesus there's so much that we can do he's the true light that lights every man that comes into this world we do not need anyone else once you have jesus jesus links you to god he glorifies god in your life he reveals the holy spirit to you you have everything that you need he will send men and women that will come to amplify his presence in your life according to his word so god bless you very much thank you for listening stay blessed